0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Rosana Mad Variety Pod. This is your vessel, your host, Rosana Moduño, episode 52, episode 52. Well, anyway, I just woke up, as you can tell, but I got my coffee right next to me, so my voice is going to go down the octaves until it reaches a nice little place where It won't sound so low and disturbing to some of you. I don't know if it disturbs you, but sometimes it freaks me out, to be honest. Anyway, uh, one of the updates that I have today is this evening I have an interview with the Amazon Handmade people, which I know if you have been keeping up with me, I'm trying to get on. Uh, Amazon Handmade, from what I understand, you don't have to pay uh, at all for listing by the month or anything. They take it a percentage from the sales that you make. Very similar to eBay, which I am also on. So you get free listings on eBay for up to 200 items, and then they just take a cut if you sell. Now on Amazon, it's similar, but only for handmade items. If you're gonna sell anything else on Amazon, then they're gonna charge you $40 a month, which isn't bad. It's actually $10 more than what I pay for my Squarespace website. And Amazon already has their platform. They already have their network. They already have their base audience. People know about them. That's the way I look at it. It's like I'm I'm getting free advertising. With the website, it's harder because I have to put my name out there. A lot of people don't even know I have a website, even though I have 52 episodes in. They're like, oh, you have a website? Uh, yeah. I only put it on all of every episode, RosannaMont.com. I only, you know, mention it all the time. At the end of every episode but people don't know so they really don't know and a lot of it's not that you don't listen it's just that I think a lot of people just want to hear the content of what it is that they need to hear and then they don't really pay attention to the very end of it or anything or and it's that's okay but it's that um, what I'm trying to say is that it's difficult to network not easy. So if you have the opportunity to jump on free marketing, then uh, definitely take it. So with that being said, I wanted to talk to you guys about business today. It's Wednesday Works, of course, so you know it's about business. And I have always worked alone. I don't know for most of you who do any other kind of home business other than podcasting. If some of you do podcasting, I don't know. Or if you're trying to get into podcasting, don't forget to uh, click at the bottom. I have a Buzzsprout uh, link there that you can do, that you can try. Um, But if you're you're working alone, like I am, it can get a little stressful, especially if you have a full-time job. I have an eight to five job. I know I've said I had a nine to five, but that's just a quote unquote. It's a little stressful sometimes, I should say most of the time for me going in every day certain things that you know that I have to do and certain things that I have to hear and it's just like yeah I'm not going to be able to share with you exactly what it is that I do but all I can tell you is just it's just not uh, easy to come home and then have to do your business and me it's not just podcasting it's also my jewelry it's also my handmade goods it's also those kind of things the things that I actually make but then I wonder. How come I don't delegate to other people that can help me? I can't imagine having to hire somebody to help me with anything because I'm so in control of my own stuff that I don't like handing out jobs to other people. Though I do get tempted sometimes, I wonder if anybody out there with some, with a home business delegates. So it segues into what I wanted to talk about this morning, which is how do you hire quality people? How do you know that you're getting quality Uh, people I mean you do background checks some people I know they don't do that they just go by meeting them talking to them and getting whatever information they can just from the interview but then I think about like where I work in the eight to five business you hire somebody as I'm speaking to the managers out there and the CEOs and the people in charge of your companies when you hire someone you take in their resume you look at their skills and you see if it fits and then you hire them time goes by and openings come up and the person maybe applies for these openings and you have their resume that you hired them with could be from years before maybe right do you look at the resume again after you hired them and you as an employee do you update your resume that's the question that i kind of wondered about because i thought i don't think managers will go back into your file and read again to see if you've updated anything so my advice to the employee would be go back in if you've learned any skills while you're at your eight to five or nine to five job if you have any new skills, or if you acquired any certifications or anything that might put you into a better position within the organization that you're working in right now, why not update that resume? Add the certifications, whatever training you've gotten, even if it's something online, you didn't get during work, like non-work related, like on your own. You know, because they have a lot of in-house training in most companies where you can up, you know, upgrade your skills and learn Excel or, you know, some kind of computer skills. I know my uh, organization, we, we have that. We have free, you know, school basically, that you can just learn and upgrade your skills, which I've taken advantage of many times. Take those classes and put it into your resume as a new skill and resubmit it. Also, if you're learning online at home, there's plenty of skills that you can learn. Like even if it's on YouTube and they teach you how to do, for example, a spreadsheet you know. If you go online and you look at a YouTube video and you've and it taught you how to do something that you didn't know before you watched that video that's a skill that you acquired and that's a skill now that is going to benefit you. So you need to write that down and put that into your resume. I don't know how it looks to put YouTube but you could put online learning. Technically you're not lying or anything. I'm not trying to like be sneaky about it but if you write down on your resume I learned how to do excel on youtube you know you the university of youtube if you're trying to be cute just put online learning and then put the skills that you learned and I would advise people to do that if whatever it is that you want to learn whatever it is that you're studying right now if you're entering college if you're in high school if you are already in college if you already have a home business if you're in an eight to five or a nine to five position and you want to learn new skills. And I want to reach out to the management and the CEOs to please ask your employees, has there been, I mean, in in your interviews with them or your reviews where you're trying to move them up into another position or the employee applies for another position, why not sit down with them and ask them, hey, have you acquired any skills since I've hired you that I need to be aware of? And you should be able to make that Open for employees because it's not every employee that's going to be willing to share that information. Because sometimes people get intimidated, you know, in an office. Now you know me; I don't get intimidated, so I don't have a problem with talking to anybody. But I do know some people, and I intimidated once they get face to face with the manager and they get interviewed, they get very nervous, they lock down, and they're not sure how to speak to them. So I'm reaching out to both of you guys, the management teams. Don't assume that someone hasn't learned any new skills when they're applying for a position in your organization that you've already hired, that you think you know. Don't just pick out their resume that they gave you when they first got hired either, because sometimes the employee didn't update their resume. You see what I mean? So you would have to ask them. But that's why I said, when you apply for a position within your organization, just make sure that you let them know what else they What else you learned? There's a way to answer a question succinctly and vaguely without lying. You know, you can just get to the point and just answer like, where did you learn this skill? It's an online learning course. You learned it on YouTube. It is online. It is learning and it is a course. Therefore, it's an online learning course. And you don't have to say YouTube, you know, say the name of the coursework business leads incorporated on YouTube. So where did you learn this? What was the course or what was the school online? It was an online learning course from business leads. Okay. You didn't say YouTube. Do you see what I mean? I know that sounds sneaky, but you have to do that sometimes. I mean, it's not really being sneaky. It's just being smart. Sometimes management will just go through the motions and interview a person when they already know that they have somebody in mind to hire for that position, but they have to do it anyway, they have to go through the motions because it's a legal way to protect themselves. So they already have Jane going into this position, and here comes John and he wants it. But they already know they're gonna hire Jane. But if they don't interview John, he's gonna ask, Hey, how come I didn't get interviewed? Do you see what I mean? That's another thing you have to be very careful careful with as far as when you're interviewing and when you're moving up in an in an organization and your skills are being ignored or downplayed. In many positions that I've worked in, uh, people forget that I speak Spanish. And that's one of the things that's annoying to me because I put it in my resume. But because I don't speak with an accent or because I don't, yeah, yeah, because I don't speak with an accent, that's pretty much it, I think. They forget. So they'll hire other people. And I'll be sitting there going, well, I spoke Spanish. So You know what I mean? I I would have had that extra skill that you needed. But oh, I forget you speak Spanish. I've heard that a few times already. Not in this organization, but in others. And it's very frustrating to me. And I've also made the mistake of not putting down things that I've learned online. And I learned a lot of things online, not just YouTube, but I, I go in there and look for free online learning. I mean, there's so many courses out there. If you just put in Uh, If you want to learn Excel, if you want to learn even Photoshop, you can learn online for free. A new language. So accessible. I venture to say that the school of hard knocks is actually a little bit more than just hard knocks. It's actually researching and learning how to uh, look for things online. That's a skill in itself. Actually learning how to or knowing what words to add or what keywords to put into a search engine to get you to the goal that you want to get to or to find the information that you're looking to get. So that's an extra skill that means that you are creative. That means that you are a problem solver. That's a big thing. You know, it's it's underrated in many ways and I think management doesn't see that skill. They look at the resume and they're going directly to the education part and looking for a degree oh, this girl doesn't have a degree, trash, you know? Meanwhile, she would have been a lot better for that position than the one that you just hired because that person has taken initiative to learn things on her own or his own. That initiative, that skill of moving forward, that ambition, that strength in character, that ethical work mindset of bettering yourself and learning more things and trying to acquire more information and education, on your own says a lot about you. You know, I look at that person in a higher, in more higher regard than the person that went to the college because I'll look at that person and say, I can work with that person, that girl or that guy because I know that they're going to take the initiative when I'm not around or if I need help or something, I don't have to worry about the book smart person. I know that this person is going to, this other person is going to find, you know, thinking outside the box solutions and creative solutions to get what she needs or he needs you see do you see what I'm saying does that make any sense it's more creative thinking instead of a book smart thinker somebody that followed the rule as opposed to somebody who made their own rules to get what they want I like the ambitious person better I admire that about people when I see you know people that don't um didn't go to college but they've ex- achieved success in their life I look up to them. person and I think You know, you're so much smarter than the guy who went to school for four years and got their bachelors, you know, some engineer somewhere who who had to go to school, who had to learn everything and get, you know, get all their information from school every day, going to school every day, a very structured life mindset everything has to be done a certain way and there's no movement no room for error no movement for being creative basically I think that really says it I think that creative person is far more skilled so okay well um that was it that's all I had I just wanted to touch base with you guys on education and skill sets and learning online and there are so many opportunities for you just look up online and Google. And you know, one thing else that I wanted to mention is you don't have to just do a search on Google. If you're looking for something, remember that there are other search engines out there. Google will limit you to what they want you to find. For example, duckduckgo.com. It's a search engine that you find things on also. So if you don't find it on Google, go to duckduckgo. I believe there's another one called dogpile.com. And uh, look in there, or if you're not sure and you want to see, there might be newer ones out there, just look in search and say, search engines, put in search engines and see what you come up with. I bet you what you don't find on Google, you'll find in other places. And that's what I mean by don't believe everything you hear, because sometimes information trickles down in different areas, depending on the source and what it is that they want you to understand or know. And you have to find your own information. That's why you have to be creative. And you have to think outside the box. This uh, this responsibility falls on you to find it. Keep that in mind. That's it. I hope uh, everybody's well. On that note, I will leave you guys alone and I will talk to you soon. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Rosanna Mod, Rosanna Mad, uh, Mod. It sounds weird, but whatever. And uh, don't forget to visit my website, Rosanamod.com. If you like the show and you want to support the show, look below and click on the link if you are also interested in being a podcaster and you think you can do what I do or you it sounds like fun, well then please, there's a link below as well. Underneath the show notes, there's a link on Buzzsprout. Just click that and start. Smile. Smile. Because you know what? It's a good day. You're listening to me. So it's a good day. You're here. I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad you came. Talk to you soon. God bless you and... What do we say?